Thank you for joining Immigrants Making an Impact, the podcast. This podcast is dedicated to all immigrants. Today, we are excited to have Dior have a conversation with us. Dior, please introduce yourself to us. Hi, my name is Dior Cisse. I am so excited to be joining Immigrants Making Impact today. Thank you for having me. I am here in the United States and um, have a full-time job, still have side businesses with a full family, husband and kids. And um, yes, I'll start with that. Wonderful. So how did the immigrant journey begin? Why did you choose to come and live in the United States? Why the United States? That is an interesting question. I technically didn't choose to come here. Um, my mother was here since 1998, and it took it took us like seven years for her. She kept fighting to bring me and my siblings to come join her. So in 2006, uh, I finally made it. Back then, I was 14. So um, even though my mom was in the States, it was never my thing to think about coming in America while I was home. <laughs> mm. Yes. So where are you originally from? We, I am originally from West Africa. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah. And then so from West Africa. So yeah, when I, when I came here, how did the journey begin? Why did I choose to come? Um, that's the part. My mom was here, had to come join her. She fought for several years for us to come. So it was me and um, there were seven of us, of course, me and my siblings. So I came in 2006 um, when I was 14. And then when did the journey begin at that point when I had to be here as undocumented for five years after coming. When you arrive undocumented, it's difficult to go to school and integrate yourself. So how did you navigate trying to get documented and then start integrating, maybe going to school and then seeking growth? Yes, exactly. As you said, um, of course, challenges came with that, right? Um, so was here, came 2006, um, I was 14, so I had to go to high school, right? I remember when I came, my mom was like, it was me and my other siblings. So she was like, I was a younger, younger one. And she was like, here in the United States, you cannot just stay in the house or the police is going to come knock on my door. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we must attend school. Um, I'm like, okay. So she enrolled me. I started high school, went straight to ninth grade. Um in school there were challenges there of course just coming not knowing the language having to learn all of that um but then it took from so five years being undocumented meaning i was out of high school four years then the fifth year out of high school i had to delay mm. uh, going to university Okay, because uh, of course um, I had to wait until I was um, became legal, so I was able to to enroll in the community college um, that was here in, in Ohio. So it was like in in my senior year, I was into business, right? Because because I had to delay going into university, and I knew that ahead of time, right? And why did the process take so long? Um, because it's, it's from my mom applying for us. She was a U.S. citizen. But then we ran into some difficulties, some challenges while filing, while submitting those applications. And those, those caused significant delays, which is years and years later 
um, I was still not able to to become documented. So then how did it go? That was a challenge of itself, right? Mm-hmm. Having to delay out of high school, going to college. So once I received uh, my green card, I enrolled in the community college, right? Mm-hmm. So in my senior year in high school, I was into business, okay? So first three to uh, four semesters in college, I switched. I'm like, I'm pursuing nursing. Why? Why did I do nursing? Uh, only because my best friend at the time was doing nursing too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that 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 immigrant mind, you know, we always just do the things of the of the people that we find here, mm-hmm. right? That we come to here. That's what we usually copy over. So I started doing nursing a couple of semesters and I realized that wasn't me. I was just doing it because my mom said, oh, that's going to earn you a lot of uh, higher income, of course, and stuff like that following. Um, and then your your best friend is 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 doing nursing, so you should. And then I realized that wasn't for me. I didn't find a passion with him. Right? Mm. So that's when I switched. So right there, a year and a half went. Me stumbling, trying to figure out what do I want to do. That's when I switched to science uh, for technology. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. So listening to you, there were a lot of challenges in the beginning. So coming to the point where you started nursing and then you figured out that, no, this is not for me. How were you able to move forward from there? Because did you have some form of mentorship? Did you have anybody guiding you during that transition? Yes. Thank you for asking that. Um, why? Because I had to make after-class trips to my counselor's office uh, at the school. You would get a counselor. So to anybody listening, make use of that. They assign it to you. You don't pay for it, or we can say it's included in your tuition, but make use of those people. I was in there so frequently that the whole office recognized me. <laughs> So I I sat there and and I would speak my mind, right? I was still in ESL. I was taking ESL classes back then when I, so I'm learning the language, but I'm still stumbling and not knowing, oh, what what will happen with the one year and a half I just wasted in my mind? So I had to go to the counselor and explain all of that. I didn't have the information. I was lacking the knowledge. I didn't know. How can I make this switch from nursing to technology? Made several trips, had several conversations. I went to the, the science department counselors. They say, oh, no, go talk to computer uh, engineering first. Maybe that's your route, okay? So they kept sending me around because, because what happens is when you are going to a counselor or asking for help, or seeking guidance, and you yourself don't know exactly what you want, that's what happens. Mm. You will be sent around. So that, that I learned that. I learned that portion during that time when I had to switch from nursing into tech. At the end, yes, they finally routed me to the um, arts of science, I think, department. 
and I found um, this mentor, this counselor. She she was a counselor. She was amazing, and um, she helped me and told me that there were some credits that I could transfer over, so I wouldn't lose. Don't she? She really brought knowledge. She was like, "Do not look at it as wasting one year and a half, but mm-hmm. how about you see it?" as gaining knowledge for one year and a half. Now you just have to stock on top of that and switch over. Mm. Yeah. Insightful. Thank you for sharing because I have had the privilege of talking with many immigrants across the globe and many of them share insights on how important it is to have mentors, counselors on this journey to guide you. So Let's move on to, so you went back to school to uh, learn more about technology. What did you do with it? Yes. So I went back to school and I did arts of science. And then I continued because through those courses and those classes, I found that's what I had passion in. I loved coding, loved being on the computer, researching and stuff like that. So that was technology. The thing with 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 my journey, ma'am, is because I studied technology, but I never actually worked mm-hmm. in technology. All of my work experience has been in finance for over 12 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. While I was studying, I was working in finance. So then what did I do with it to answer your question? I went through it, finished. My associates finished my bachelor's and then all, all this whole time I was working in finance. And then as soon as I received my bachelor's um, in, in um, information technology, that's when I switched over to working in, in IT now. Okay. So finally, you are using uh, that skills that you gained through technology, studying technology. So what motivated you to become an entrepreneur, especially as an immigrant? Yes. Um, So today, again, I still hold my full-time job. Entrepreneurship was always a second nature for for me, um, ma'am, because it started back when I was home. I used to go in front of my door. <laughs> After I get my allowance from my from my parents, I will take that money and uh, have a small table in front of my door and buy a go buy a full watermelon mm-hmm. and put it in pieces and was selling uh, individual pieces uh, for a specific amount and making a revenue and making profit off of it. Right, trying to manage my own money, the ins and outs of that. So then here, after all gaining education, gaining experience, even while I was in school, I was still passionate about entrepreneurship, just doing something on the side. Mm -hmm. That's where everything started. I'm like, I want to do something that is not just nine to five because I felt like, oh, I had too much time on my hands. What can I put here? Do I, will I choose to um, sit down and binge and binge watch all the shows or will I go find a business or a side hustle that I can start? And so how has, um, do you think your unique background and experiences have an influence on your journey as an entrepreneur? So if I, if I may just go back as a, as a newcomer, so I'll get to your question, but for, to, to get a broader, what, what, what causes that unique experience, man? 
for us immigrants. Okay. Mm-hmm. As a newcomer, as you mentioned earlier, lacking guidance is key for us. Just coming to a new country, having to learn the language, but then you do not know the steps you have to take to start school, switch degrees, what um, kind of other side jobs you can do. None of that you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, I, my lacking guidance came when, because my mom only knew about factory and warehouses. Mm-hmm. My older sister went that route, but I was adamant. This is just when you talk about your unique experience, right? I was adamant and hold so tight to, I'm like, I don't want to want to be working endless hours with minimum pay. Just seeing how many hours my mom had to work, how many hours my sister had to work. So what I did was, this is again, unique experience here to come to go back to your question. So I had to bounce several times. That's what it required. So I did it. Mm-hmm. I had seven, eight jobs. Mm-hmm. Just it took me a while to find the right job, but I was open-minded, right? Mm. Sometimes it will take you going backwards and that's okay. I felt like me willing to, to do those seven, eight jobs, I was learning, okay? Mm-hmm. You will be learning through all of those jobs. Every new opportunity is new knowledge, okay? Mm. But then sometimes I had to work as a hotel housekeeper. I took a pay cut, right? Mm-hmm. But I found those to be my stepping stones. And accepting one of those jobs led me today to be working at my current company that I absolutely love, right? Mm-hmm. Why? How I got here today, again, unique experiences, because I was willing to accept a job with a temp agency. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, at that time, I was already, I was like, no, no, like, I'm not going to work for a temp agency because I, I have worked making more. Okay. I was hired on at X, Win, Y, the company already. Why would I go backwards? But it took me going backwards to find my way. So that's when I met, when you talk about guidance, counseling, and just people being there for you, accepting that temp job helped me meet one of my dear friends today, right? He's my mentor. He's my everything. Um, Michael, who believed in me because mm. he saw my capabilities in performing, right? And my work ethics. I was a temp. He hired me after a short period of time. And then it was time for him to move on with his career. He found a new job. So not just did he hire me at that company, he said, Dior, come join me. So join me at his new company. He asked me to join him to his new company, which I have now today worked for five years. So again, I'm just into your unique experience, right? What, yes. what, how did I go from all of that back in the days to today? being an entrepreneur, right? So just learning, gaining those experiences, okay, through those jobs, through my code, through counseling, guidance, asking for help when I need it, right? Mm -hmm. And volunteering when I can. Mm -hmm. So even before today, being an entrepreneur, starting my own personal brand, I was there to help the immigrant uh, community with their finances because as I mentioned yes I studied tech but all my experience is is on finances okay 
Um, so I had to go through certain struggles mm-hmm. and I overcame those. And then from overcoming those and then the knowledge I gained, I feel that it was my heart and nature. I actually felt like it was a calling for me to help others who are going through the same struggle today. That's where my entrepreneurship journey or struggles I went through, that background is what really got me to to using all of that to helping others today. Amazing. I think that I've taken you through a place of reflection and you have gone back and talked about how your unique experiences has helped you to get to where you are now. Thank you for sharing that. Let's talk more about the challenges that you face as an entrepreneur and growing your business in a new country. And how have you been able to overcome that if you have? My journey as an entrepreneur here in the United States has been a positive journey, I would say. Yes, it has been difficult. Um, I would just name a few. For me, what is my uniqueness is coming here at a young age, at 14. I got married earlier than my age group. I got mm-hmm. married very young age here in the United States. And speaking different languages, the the language barrier will or just not knowing the language those are some challenges but then i can also talk about trying to start a business or trying to get somewhere help people being a covered woman hmm. and fitting in was a challenge of its own with that it's just it, it i came and trying to get somewhere in a culture that did not see me as one of them and other challenges I can go to, and uh, the, I mentioned one of them in one of my content on LinkedIn, is before getting here, there was days that didn't have any money. Hmm. I talked about my gas station situation of when I was with my daughters and um, the car ran out of gas. And um, I had to beg for three dollars or whatever gallon was then no one no one said yes so i gathered some coins in the car and went to the cashier and said it was i can't remember what the the but it was less than the 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 gallon amount and i asked him go ahead and and fill up um pump nine let's say and he was like no when we talk about immigrants and learning that was a wake-up call right there I never knew that in the United States, they cannot give you gas less than the gallon amount. But he was like, no, you need more money um, because this is not enough. Uh, I think gas was cheap. The gas was like $2 something back then. Um, but I didn't have it. So I just got in my car. My girl was in the back in her car seat. And I just prayed. I just prayed and I prayed like, how am I going to have this car? To start, how can I make it home so I can use some of the change that was in my daughter's piggy bank so I can put gas so I can go to work the next day? That was the time when those those are the times that you it's a hit, as I said, wake up call. Like that's when I really realized like no one is gonna get me out of this but myself. Mm-hmm. Coming here the language, the challenges, not knowing the process or the system. You're just learning daily. What you have to remember is only you 
can get yourself out of it. And you have to decide mm. get out, to overcome those challenges and get out of the struggles. Okay. And that knowledge today has allowed me to save and invest. I had to learn the hard way, mm-hmm. but that is today helping me help others with their finances. That is quite a journey. But thank you for your boldness and thank you for sharing that side of your story because I I know that it has been challenging. But just as you said, you are the only one who can get you out of that situation. And that situation has helped you to learn more about finances and how to save and how to invest. And now you are helping many people to also work that same path. So take us through your work as a finance expert. So an immigrant mother achieving financial independence and helping other immigrants also achieve financial independence. Tell us a bit more about that. So yes, how did that journey start? How is it right now? Yes, going through struggles and endless challenges through my time here in the United States. And I'll just mention, some might think, oh, were you not working? Did you not have a job? Yes, I did. I had a job. I was working. I was making money, but it was a lack of knowledge. I didn't know what, how to take care of my money, how to spend, how to make budgets. So today, because I had to find out, I had to figure out on my own by asking for help, going to people that know to help me and with with all of that that's how I was able to today I'm like okay it's time to pay it forward all that knowledge is what I do now as a personal finance coach my clients come to me for any reason how to invest they don't save enough they don't save anything they want a better job better pay because I went through all of those mm-hmm. I guide them again I'm not a financial advisor I just coach them, give them guidance based on my expertise, past experience and knowledge that I gained from it. So today it's it's on LinkedIn. I'm trying, I'm still working on building that brand. Um, that's how people come and seek guidance and seek assistance from me. I think that you are doing an, a noble work and anybody out there who is listening and would love to be financially sound, please reach out to Dior. I will share her information in the show notes so you can reach out to her and then seek the, this guidance that will revolutionize your life. So Dior, it is time to invite our community to support you. Are there any projects that you are doing that you need help with? Let us know. Yes. Um for me again it's the personal finance brand. It's um I'm a fee immigrant immigrant mothers achieving financial independence. It is on LinkedIn. Follow my page. Um go ahead and and schedule a discovery call if you need assistance or just have a question or or mm-hmm. need guidance about your finances of any type. But also my second business is that homemade habanero. Um, I do make small batch of uh, habanero hot sauce, the West African style. Mm. Um, so yes, we I do have that. I do it as a passion. I love spicy anything. So I'm like, okay, how how can I share my passion with the with the Americans, with the with the people that are here? And that's where that homemade habanero 
um, sauce started. Um, I have the Instagram page where my, my um, all the information, more information will be there. Amazing. So finally, I want you to complete the sentence, Dior. Immigrants are? <laughs> Immigrants are building a better future and making a positive impact on their communities. I can keep going. Immigrants bring their uniqueness, their talents, their different views. They're the ones that start the businesses. They create the jobs. And we contribute to the economy significantly. That is so, so sweet. I think that you coming has been phenomenal. Thank you for sharing your insights, your journey, and the noble work that you are doing. Please keep going. Don't stop. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate being here. I appreciate you um, and the invite and having me here and uh, share my experience with uh, all the immigrants that are here or the new ones that will be joining. <laughs>